Hi everyone, it's your host Sam. Thank you for listening to another episode of Everything in Me. In this episode, we are going to talk about imposter syndrome. Um, Imposter syndrome (laughs) is a huge, huge thing that actually plagues me. Something I actually was not aware of for a while. I actually just learned about imposter syndrome probably in 2019. Um, I was attending the Grace Hopper celebration that they have annually, and there was a um, talk. Please excuse it. I have the um, the windows open, so you may hear the outside traffic. But anywho, um, yeah, so um, there was a talk that you could attend that was on um, imposter syndrome, and it gave a, a brief definition, and I felt like it resonated with me in so many different ways. So uh, I actually attended that talk. And the woman who um, led the talk, um, she was very enlightening. I completely connected. It was such an eerie experience because this we're talking about vulnerability here. We're talking about um, just completely putting yourself out on the line. So I'm going to give you guys a definition for those of you who don't know. So imposter syndrome is loosely defined as doubting your abilities and feeling like a fraud. It is disproportionately affects the high achieving people and find, who find it difficult to accept their accomplishments. Many question whether they're deserving of accolades. Now, <laughs> for those of you who have heard that, I'm pretty sure you kind of self-identified at some point that, you know what, maybe I do suffer from imposter syndrome. Um, Different ways in which imposter syndrome kind of affects me is one, this podcast. So the idea that, you know, multiple people or many people can listen to me or want to listen to me is a huge um, thing that I kind of try to put to the back burner and focus more on the values I receive out of it. So the things that bring me joy because of it, instead of the fact that I'm worried about the other end and it being received well, um, that's something I struggled with in different ways. I talked about doing YouTube many years ago and that not necessarily turning into the numbers that I would like it to turn into. Um, I've attempted in different ways to be authentic. Um, and you know the 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 fear of it all is that you know, it may turn out really, really great. And that may that's going to put me in a whole different bracket in life. And I don't know if I deserve that. I don't know if I should have that. You know, in this whole journey of me doing everything in me, there was a lot of like missteps when it comes to stepping into the full divineness of it all. So, you know, doing the, the website, for those of you who checked out the website recently, I have not put any new content up up in a couple months. Um, a big part of it is the imposter syndrome in me of like, maybe this is like my secret sauce. This is exactly my being. And I truly feel that inside, but the notoriety that may come of it, the opportunities that maybe come with it are daunting to me. They're so scary, like to know that my skill, my craft you know, is going to benefit others in a positive way. That's also going to benefit me. And I feel guilty for that. I feel uncomfortable in that. And that sounds so stupid, but that's a genuine feeling of like investing in yourself. You know, I talk about that already and I talk about self-sabotage and there's a lot of that intertwined into that. So for those of you who haven't listened to self-sabotage, you definitely want to check that out. Um, there's a lot of self-sabotaging 
that goes on. And mentally, that's where my head is at right now, where I'm self-sabotaging a lot of the times. Um, It's a difference between like genuinely not having the time or the resources or the um, opportunity to be able to put forth the content, um, record, you know, make the effort, et cetera, et cetera. But it's another thing of like just being in total fear that this dream is going to like go big and you almost like hold it back because you're more afraid of it, like going big than actually like doing it in itself. And that's how I feel. I feel like everything in me is just me in a nutshell and so many different expressive ways. There's so many ideas that I have for everything in me, including like a retreat for women where we're able to kind of explore different sides of ourselves. Um, There's the concept of bringing in different mentors, my dream team, you know, I'm actually planning a workshop. So I'm going to put it out there because I'm definitely going to post this one March 18th at 7 p.m., It's going to be a webinar. It's going to be live. We're going to do an activity together. It's going to be my very first um, event that I've done since 2016, where I started a whole nother venture called Yes to Me Time, um, which is like it's in its own like pre, you know, everything in me. It's these little baby steps that I have taken to put myself on the line to get comfortable with absorbing my accolades and my opportunities that come my way because, man it's a hell of a journey. So imposter syndrome can be, can show up in so many different ways. Like what if I'm in this relationship and it goes really, really well? Like what if we get married? What if we have kids? What if everything that I've had to work through, you know, comes to light? Like what if, you know, instead of like saying like, I'm working through those things, I'm more in the what if phase, like, or stage where I'm like hesitant about certain things because I'm like, what if that really turns out to be really cool or, you know, it works out really, really well. What if that happens? Like, what do I do then? Like, (laughs) what does that mean for me? That's so crazy. Who would have thought? Like, you know, and as you start to just kind of think about certain things that you want to achieve or you want to get into, you know, like you just know on the other side, there's going to come all this attention or expectation or um, additional responsibility that you're avoiding instead of walking into the light, walking into the things that are divine, walking into the things that are for you, you know, designed for you, you can only be received by you, but you're more hesitant on walking into those things because they require a higher frequency that you have to vibrate on, or just you being in, in, a, in a higher state of mind, you know, it just, it completely, completely like mesmerizes me to think that like, you know, I really sit, put myself these boundaries. I put these boundaries. I put these limits on myself because I'm afraid of succeeding. I'm afraid of being, you know, having a big achievement. You know, when I look at my degree, so above my desk, I have my degree and my first degree, my bachelor's, I don't have a copy of it. And that was intentional because I didn't feel like I deserved it. I completely was faced with imposter syndrome of just feeling like, how could I get a bachelor's degree in communications? Really? You did that? You stuck those four years through and you actually got that? You don't really deserve that. And I gave it to my godmom who, um, you know, is very proud of it, helped me through it. One of my dream team girls and, you know, she has it in her house and I sent it actually directly to her. So I've actually never seen it. Um, but my master's after learning about imposter syndrome, I 
trying to get comfortable with it by just having it there. And there's moments where I just look at it and I'm just like, wow, like I poured blood, sweat, and tears into that degree. I mean, I don't think that, you know, I, you know, was like, I don't know. I was never in straight A suit. It's not like I got cum laude or anything like that. But, you know, I had some really rough times in getting through my degree. And my relationship with school is, oh man, it was roller coaster to say the least, because I'm not a high achiever. I'm definitely not a person who's like looking to do, you know, above and beyond when it comes to school, because I think it's so daunting. But, you know, I have gotten honor roll before where I've gotten principals honor roll before. So I know I'm smart. You know, I'm not really worried about that. I like the idea of more practical learning than anything else, but you know, I did it and it's so uncomfortable for me. I don't have a great relationship with enjoying my, um, my accolades, the things that I've worked really hard for, the things that I care about, the things that, you know, are passionate to me. I'm either super vulnerable about it, or there's like this dead space where it's like, oh, I don't know how to feel about it. Um, my sister surprised me. And it's the first surprise that I've had that I can remember really that was for graduating with my master's and just celebrating how my accomplishment and everything under the sun. And I'm not going to lie to you. I felt so out of body. Like I felt so uncomfortable because I just felt like it was one, the tables had turned because I truly enjoy, um, you know, shedding light on people's accomplishments and celebrating them. But here is someone who loves me so much and did something like this for me. And I didn't even know how to receive it. I felt so uncomfortable the entire time. Everyone, you know, she thought of everyone under the sun and she orchestrated a wonderful, beautiful event that I was so happy to be able to attend and just enjoy. But I definitely felt like I didn't deserve it. Like, what is everybody doing here? This is so weird. You know, what's going on? Like, you know, um, it just, it, I just can't believe that that's, that's how I react. You know, when I take a second and kind of just try to figure out, you know, where does this come from? They say, you know, to celebrate your accomplishments, big, small, you know, whatever they may be. And I'm definitely trying to do more of that. So that includes like having a great day or, you know, getting a new place or, any little thing, having a great day at work. I mean, it's for something like somebody like me who almost takes these accomplishments, achievements for granted, because the reality is not everybody gets to achieve in this way. Not everybody gets to succeed in this way. Um, you know, it's very important to me to try to make the effort to at least, you know, acknowledge and enjoy my achievements. Um, but it just doesn't feel natural. And, you know, I'm big on kind of like, let me circle back and go to my childhood. Let me identify how I was in my childhood that kind of led me to feeling, you know, almost unprepared, um, not, not worthy of, you know, these achievements. When these achievements or these accolades or these accomplishments are literally all me, you know, I'm a very self-sufficient, independent person. So it's not like I usually like, you know, for some people, it's like you barely did anything. No, I really did everything from top to bottom. Like I really put my blood, sweat and tears, tears into this. So I definitely deserve this acknowledgement, this accomplishment, but it doesn't feel like it's mine. And that's something that, you know, I still kind of dwell on is just identifying, okay, 
you know, why don't I feel attached to the outcome? Why don't I feel as though I'm, you know, my hard work is represented. It's shown here. Um, there are certain moments in which I do feel very proud of myself, you know, cause it go, it's really going back to that of feeling like you are deserving, you are worthy, you are, um, more than, you know, welcome to receive all of the goodness that the blessings that should come your way. Um, whenever I feel that way, it's usually leaning towards a skill that I have of, you know, making someone's day, um, really being able to kind of help someone service someone, if you will, that makes me feel like, like when I bring something to the table, that's unique, that's unthought of, that's valuable, that excites me in so many different ways that like, Ooh, that gets me on a high. That's my mojo. You know, um, I definitely know that I've lost my mojo over the years, um, at different points in my life. And I can call myself out on it. Like, okay, where's your mojo? Um, and there are other times that I feel like, you know, I could have done things a little bit differently. Like I really could have thought this through a little bit more. I really could have tried a little bit harder. I know that I'm hypercritical. Like I'm one of those people who questions my motives, questions my intentions, questions, you know, what was my, the purpose behind what I was doing. I really want to try to better understand myself and how I function and give myself the answers that I need. Um, I am doing a lot more of just trying to divert my thoughts into more positive thoughts because just because, you know, I don't necessarily communicate, um, as, as often as I think sometimes my thoughts can be very negative and they can be doubting. And, um, you know, it's important to reshape these different things. I will say positive affirmations to myself, like you've got this, you can do this, especially when it comes to a goal that I'm trying to achieve that, you know, it, it almost seems impossible. It seems maybe out of my character or it seems like I don't really have that much support because maybe I haven't shared um, this this opportunity or this, 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 you know, this piece of my life with others who can support me through this. I have to kind of get behind the wheel and be that driving force, be, you know, about what's about to happen or what potentially could happen. Um, you know, in being a person who can um, suffer from imposter syndrome, a part of it too is it's like, what if I, you know, the failure of it all, like the 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 learning lesson, if you will, of it all. It's like, okay, you want these big dreams, you want more money, you want more opportunities, you know, and you're doing these different things that are sculpting you and molding you into these opportunities. Um, failure, like let's talk about failure. Let's talk about the lessons that are in this, like, what are you going to do with them? Like, how are you going to learn from them? How are you going to not allow them to seep into you in a negative light where you're unable to recover, you know, because that's a huge part of it all is like, okay, I, you know, I did my jump to do whatever, a new job, a new place, a new relationship, a new opportunity. Um, and, there's a chance that it's not going to work. You know, this is a big deal. This is a big thing for me that I can say to myself, like, wow, you worked really hard for this. You, you basically designed your life around this and you don't know it's not in your hands as far as the outcome. That's a big pill to swallow. You know, when you're talking about something that could be, you know, kind of your namesake as far as what you pride yourself on 
for years to come or is a part of your legacy? Because I like to think real big. Like I'm not a, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I'm not the type of person who's like, I'm just going to do this little thing just to, you know, put a pep in myself. It's like, no, I'm looking to like change my, my cycle, my legacy, you know, my lineage, you know, I'm really attempting to, to swallow some real big pills here. And so what comes with that is a lot of expectation, um, you know, a lot of opportunity. I mean, there's a big part of it all that could go really, really right and be really exciting, a nice roller coaster um, through life. And it just means that you have to adjust the way that you function. You have to adjust the way that you approach things. And I don't know, it's just, it's crazy because you don't know what it's going to be like till you get there. But in the prep work, there's so much fear in that, you know, today I talked, I reminded myself about, you know, making less fear driven decisions. You know, even talking about doing this workshop, which is a huge deal for me, I'm really excited about it. I want to get to the other side, but the work necessary, I'm scared about it because I know I'm going to have fun and I know it's going to be great, even if it's just me and one other person, but I put myself out there before. And I think that's a big part of it too, when you're talking about accomplishments is that some accomplishments are done in front of others where others get to see and rank you and judge you and um, kind of partake in whether or not you are, you are accomplished. Um, there's a vulnerability and there can be a lot of fears associated with such a decision that you really have to almost like put on your armor, put on your, <laughs> your, your, your wear just to get the courage to do those things, not only to do them, but do it for yourself. Um, because it's imposter syndrome is within, it is a, it's something that we kind of, um, put within ourselves that really, really can hurt us. It can put us in a place where we can regret a lot of things. You know, I don't have really any regrets in life because I try to look at every experience as a learning experience where I needed to go through something in order to understand the message because I wouldn't have been able to receive it had I had not gone through that experience. And when I'm in a growth stage or a growth period, I'm fighting my demons literally sometimes daily um, to make different, better decisions, um, better habits, put in place the things that I preach, that I talk about, and become a model of those things. And that in itself is very, like, that's a huge accomplishment coming from a background where things like this, like doing the, the, the work that's necessary behind closed doors is not usually celebrated in my family. Um, you know, just changing your characteristics, it's just not really celebrated. I mean, independence is, but there's other pieces of it that people just don't really get, you know, they don't really see. And it's, it's frustrating because it puts you more into a place of like, what's the point of achieving then if there's no sense of acknowledgement, like, I, you know, I wasn't necessarily taught to acknowledge my own accomplishments and say things like, you should be proud of yourself. You know, I'm now using that verbiage to my, the generation that's, you know, um, that's under me, but I didn't have those tools growing up. And so I, I lack, you know, the, the feeling proud of yourself, you know, feeling like, Hey, I'm on the right track or, Hey, I'm making the right decision or, Hey, you know, this is where I'm supposed to be. Um, and you should, you feel good about that. And you should feel like 
that is something you should, you know, own. Um, I've had my support system say that to me over the years so many times where they're like, you should feel really good about that or you should be really excited or you must feel really good about yourself. And I'm like, hmm, what? <laughs> Is that the reaction? I'm kind of like, I guess, I don't know. Like, it's it's very funny. It's very uncomfortable. And it's something I'm definitely, definitely working on. Okay, I'm back. I had to reorganize myself. My desk chair is super squeaky. So if you heard that in the last, in the first portion, please forgive me. Um, but yeah, so imposter syndrome kind of exists in different ways. And, you know, with everything in me, IG, I'm really big on pushing a more positive um, narrative, something that's about, you know, that's aligned with my energy or the things that I'm, you know, seeking, going through, aware of, working through, et cetera, et cetera. So um, on there, you can find some really great resources on just self-reflecting, um, self-care, you know, understanding certain, you know, triggers, cycles, things like that. Um, with imposter syndrome, some of the things that come up a lot when it comes to memes or messaging and things like that, quote, it's about identification. So ways that you may, um, kind of handle imposter syndrome. It's like when you do get a compliment, you kind of, you know, push it down and kind of like, Oh, you know, it's not that big of a deal. Or, you know, you have an accolade and, you know, people are expressing how excited they are for you and congratulations. You kind of, you know, brush it off and don't allow it to, you know, um, kind of resonate as, as a, as a big deal. And there's different ways that people kind of avoid having to, um, accept, you know, their, their truth, you know, um, now I cannot, um, like I said, can't, I can't really pinpoint for me where, you know, the imposter syndrome kind of shows up in my life. You know, it may be something as simple as just not taking the time outside of birthdays and, you know, graduation to really enjoy just the small achievements and, you know, having things that you look forward to. I'm personally a very goal oriented person. Now my goals can shift. They can kind of, um, be something as simple as like growing out my hair and, or something as large as buying a house. Like it really just varies, but I like the idea of going through goals and that's why life coaching is so important to me and why I enjoy it because life, you know, getting through it and having all of the sometimes junk that kind of piles up in between that can push you further away from your goals can be really hard to get through. And a life coach is designed is that's my whole goal is to, you know, allow certain things that you go through, not to become, um, blocking, you know, block your blessings, block your opportunities, block your goals, but allow them to go through you and become tools or resources for you to use as you achieve your goals or as you, you know, make your way through your goals. So that part is, is really exciting to me. And I think that's why I like, you know, goal setting and goal getting. And I also like the idea of working with people who, you know, need goals or are working through goals and struggle with them because I'm really good at it. You know, that's something even just saying and owning that it feels, it took a while to get there. It feels a little out of body. It feels a little bit uncomfortable, but it's the truth. And, um, you know, sometimes, especially when you're talking about, 
yourself and kind of like acknowledging your skills and acknowledging the things that you've been through that you're very proud of, it's something as simple as like practicing it, just practice saying it, practice, you know, like use it as an affirmation. Like I deserve, you know, the blessings that I have. I deserve, you know, to have a great environment. Um, I deserve to have a family that loves me, that cares about me, that is rooting for me. I deserve all of these things. And slowly but surely, it starts to lend itself to be something that's of more truth because you have the facts to back it up. Like for you to receive an offer letter for a job that you have earned your degree to get, or you've earned the skill sets necessary for this, or you've, you know, networked your way up, whatever it may be, um, there's a lot of truth to your accolades and your accomplishments because they don't come out of nowhere. They come from hard work and celebrating that can be really, really um, uncomfortable sometimes because for a person like for me, who's a giver, it's harder to receive what I deserve because I'm used to giving, I'm used to the other side, but you know, sometimes showering yourself, like starting with yourself. So for instance, treating yourself, the idea of treating yourself and acknowledging yourself um, and just the hard work you put yourself through to be able to get to where you want to get to, get to um, taking a second to talk to yourself. And I do that a lot where I'm literally just how I'm talking to you guys. I take that, that moment, that time to kind of just say like, you know, Sam, you, you did that. Like, I'm so proud of you. Like, that's awesome. Like you really have worked really, really hard even on days when you didn't want to, or you had moments where you didn't want to, or you had, you know, cycles or series of, you know, days that you didn't want to, you were able to persevere. Like, that's really, really good. Like, I'm, you know, as you start to reflect maybe other people to kind of position yourself and understand, you know, where you fit or where you belong or where you currently are in your life stage and your life goals, there's a lot of great things that, you know, I'm pretty sure we've all done and they could be super small. Like, Hey, maybe you saw someone at the grocery store that was having a bad day and you cheered them up with a joke, you know, and you made their day like something as simple as that to say, like, I, I did something good today. Like that, that was all me. That was all because I knew that I needed to be there for somebody else. I needed to, you know, love on somebody else who didn't know that they needed to be loved. You know, I think, as I'm kind of talking through it more, it's just the concept of like love. Cause that's what it boils down to is the love that you show for yourself for what you've done. Do you love yourself enough to love yourself in the way that maybe no one else can? Because the reality is you don't, no one knows you the way you know yourself. God knows you, but there's some things in life that we go through that makes us feel like we are not worthy or we shouldn't be loved in those ways, there are plenty of times that we've waited on other people to do certain things to acknowledge us or, um, give us a special card or give us a treat. Um, you know, give us a moment of their day to acknowledge and just be grateful or celebrate us. And they don't. And, you know, I remember for many years, I kind of wanted a surprise party. That was my biggest thing was that I really secretly wanted a surprise party because I felt like celebrating my birthday, again, that's also a tricky thing for me too. It's like the concept of celebrating my birthday. Oh, I battled with that, especially this past year um, of just turning 31, 
where for other people's birthday, I mean, I have gone all out for other people's birthday. I've done surprise birthday parties. I've gotten them gifts that they could never, ever dream of. Um, I've, you know, created experiences around their birthdays. I'm a very big, like, let's celebrate you. This is super exciting. You deserve this. Somebody gets a new job. I'm the first one to say congratulations, to, to make it a point to think of them and to acknowledge them. Um, you know, there's, there's different things that I pour into them. Well, for my birthday, I'm almost like, oh my gosh, who's going to come? Who's going to participate? Who cares? Because there's another part of me who's like, I don't want to be disappointed. I don't want to be shown that maybe I'm not loved the way I love other people. Maybe I'm not, um, as much of a joy to be around as people say. And there's some doubt in there and there's some like, you know, unforgiving things that are thought, um, they may not be, they're definitely not true, but you know, it, it just, it kind of puts you in a vulnerable state where you fear, you know, again, is a big part of all of this and you almost second guess yourself. And so in different ways, like, mm, am I worthy? Is this a good idea? You know, d- do I deserve this? There's so many things that you kind of process and go through as you try to, you know, enjoy this moment, acknowledge this moment, but also not run from it. It, it, It's all over the place. It really is. And there's so many people who also suffer from imposter syndrome who don't take the time to, to love on themselves a little bit more because they've been able to show up and show out when it comes to the things that they've done. You know, another part of it too is just, enjoying yourself, enjoying time with yourself, enjoying the process of, you know, you kind of getting to your goals or getting to your accolades or getting the respect you deserve, getting comfortable with seeing yourself in that place, how people speak of you. Cause accepting that, that verbiage of how people speak of you, they could be very high. It could be very like excitable, um, can be very, very, a, a big pill to swallow. It can be very tough to swallow. Um, But I also feel like it's very important to, you know, know that these these different um, words exist and they're attached to your name when people describe you, when people um, want to acknowledge you. You know, saying thank you is probably your default when it comes to all of this. It's like, thank you. You know, that was very nice. But you genuinely, genuinely, definitely want to... You definitely want to find a way to not only to say thank you, but actually be thankful where you know that this process may or may not couldn't be as enjoyable without others. You know, someone had mentioned in an interview of like, how do you know you want to be with someone or you want um, to enjoy someone? And they mentioned like the concept of like living life without that person, like not sharing that experience with that person lets me know that I love them just that much, that I want to be around them, with them. I want us to be a part of one another in some way, shape, or form, where they too can see see what I see and enjoy what I see. Um, and a part of that has to, to, to deal with oneself, not only just with a partner, but yourself. I mean, sometimes your partner is the one who gives you life. Whenever you're able to, you know, accomplish something that you've been working really hard on, they support you in ways that you don't even know it. Like they really are your lifeline. Um, 
one thing I would highly suggest is kind of take a little bit of that as an example of how you should do it for yourself as well, too. I'm always about being independent because I think there's a lot of codependent um, relationships out there that unfortunately the, the challenges as we go through seasons, life, ups and down changes, they don't always support the same because the storms aren't the same. The sunshines aren't the same. The, um, you know, winters aren't the same. All of the different things that we all kind of go through aren't always the same. So you have to be very careful not to think that this one person is going to be the, the, the key to you believing in yourself for the rest of your life. And, you know, even in my life coaching, I'm very big on figuring out tools for you at that given moment that are beneficial. So you can start to sharpen your own pencil at some point. I don't think that, you know, keeping or holding on to one relationship because of their ability to basically keep you afloat is healthy. And, um, that ties into, you know, your, your, your imposter syndrome of looking to that person to feel validated that, yes, I did the right thing. Yes. I'm where I'm supposed to be. Yes. I deserve this. Yes. This is what I want to be doing. You know, it's, it's very, very, um, challenging to rely on someone or something to give you the okay. That intuition, that internal gut feeling, um, it, it also needs some work sometimes. I mean, personally, I definitely need some more work when it comes to my gut and where it's leading me and what I believe to be true and what do what I believe to be celebrated. I'm like I said, I'm really trying to to be more celebratory because it's um it's positive. It's a good thing. It's a wonderful thing. It's a great memory. You know, someone had mentioned, um, I sent a meme that was basically saying like, I'm a very, um, visual person and I've had, I've, I have memories where visually like certain negative things happen that have become triggers or certain music has, you know, come out at a certain time where it caused the meaning for something and it's been negative and it's been uncomfortable. Um, they suggested to go back and redo it all, rewrite, you know, the history, your memories, you know, learn new memories and envision new memories. And that's a really great way to kind of reposition yourself, give yourself a do-over, give yourself another chance to enjoy your accolades, your, your accomplishments, your, you know, the things that you worked really, really hard on. Give yourself a chance to thrive. Give yourself a chance to bask in the things that you've done that you feel so good about, give yourself that opportunity to elevate, to be in a different place, you know, feel differently about things. Give yourself that opportunity, you know, and another part of it too is give yourself some credit where, you know, maybe it was tougher than you, you let it to be on, you know? So there's a lot of different ways that you can kind of shift and rethink things. So that way you can allow for yourself to truly embrace you know, the wonderful, positive, exciting person that is you. And for those of you who struggle with, you know, seeing the light in life right now or in general and feel like when people describe how warm and fuzzy and amazing you are and you you internally don't necessarily see that or feel that or understand that, taking off of those, like 
negative comments, negative associations, negative memories, and repositioning more positive ones are super, super beneficial because you basically allow a different part of you to grow, a different part of you to flourish, a different part of you to get excited again. And that alone is a huge achievement. You know, there's so many different ways to achieve, so many different ways to live in your truth, um, tell your story, all of those great things. Um, it, it really just depends on where you're at in life, what you're trying to accomplish, what a part of your goals matters right now. And because of that, I can't say nothing else but well wishes. You know, working with me would be a great um, a way to kind of put your, your your first foot forward. You know, I'm very raw in these 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 sessions because I feel like I didn't have access to people who celebrated their wins, but also felt like they shouldn't even have a glass of champagne. Even though the whole concept, the whole point of why we're here together and gathered is to celebrate, you know, that accomplishment. It's very real. It's very um, challenging. There are moments that I'm like, yes, I did that. You go girl. And there are moments I literally want to cry because I'm like, what are you thinking? Let it go. You're not that awesome. But in due time, you know, it'll be a more comfortable expression, a more comfortable feeling. I wish you guys nothing but the best. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys, for listening to another episode of Everything in Me. I'm going to say this again. Please register for my free workshop. We're going to be talking about how to be a better version of yourself, doing a workshop a workshop together, an activity together. It's going to be Q&A. You'll get to hang out and see me. I definitely look forward to chatting with you guys. Check out Eventbrite. Check out my website, everythingandme.com to register. And I look forward to hopefully seeing you guys in that workshop. If you register, let me know in the workshop or email me at sam at everythingandme. Let me know that you listen to this podcast, especially at this part, um, and you're going to be participating because I definitely want to send you some love, some good vibes, um, and just thank you. Thank you so much for supporting me.